Hi, everyone. I'm Dr. John White, WebMD's Chief Medical Officer and host of the Spotlight On series from WebMD's Health Discovered podcast. For this special two-part episode, you'll hear up-close and personal journeys about being diagnosed with a rare type of cancer, multiple myeloma. He looked at me. I have been his patient for more than 20 years. And he said, this is really strange. You're an African-American, age 57. I've never seen this before. This back pain that you're continually having with no signs of osteoporosis. No signs, exactly. And I didn't have any signs of osteoporosis in my family history. Listen to Health Discovered on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Coach Steve Show podcast, where we recap and talk about anything in the NFL, college football, college basketball. I recap my Illinois sports for being a Illini fan, my Chicago Bears, unfortunately, I know. And I talk to football coaches all over the country on this podcast. If any of that interests you, please hit the like button and the subscribe button. Leave a comment in the comment section down below. Give it a thumbs up. On the Coach Steve Show YouTube channel, the podcast can be listened to anywhere you listen to your podcast, so please give it a follow, rate it, review it, all that good stuff, share it out. Helps out the algorithm that I do not understand, but there is an algorithm out there. Uh, Please and thank you. It would help out so much. This podcast is brought to you by the Belly Up Sports Podcast Network. If you go to bellyupsports.com, you can check out all the great podcast blogs and content on there. Uh, This podcast is also brought to you by Coach Stone Football and is back to the basics, books, and drills. Go to CoachStoneFootball.com and check out all of his Back to the Basics books on football trails, practice planning, game planning, strength conditioning, offense, defense, and much, much more. You can use them at the high school level, uh, youth level, and even at the college level if you're looking to get really back to the basics. Trust me, if you go to CoachStoneFootball.com to check out all of his books, you will never have to look up another drill again. Thank you, Coach Stone, for sponsoring the podcast. Betting season is in full swing, and if you head over to mybookie.ag, that's the place you want to make your same-game parlays, in-game bets, money lines, all that good stuff. That's the place you want to go. Right now, if you go to mybookie.ag and use the code BELLYUPFANTASY, all one word, it's going to double your first deposit. So that's free money. Everybody loves free money. Don't miss out on this opportunity. Again, mybookie.ag. 
ag code belly up fantasy all one word and you will get your deposit doubled now it's only your very first deposit you've been there sorry but new new customers mybookie.ag belly up fantasy all one word it's going to double your first deposit so today's episode we're going to talk to some about the in the nfl outside of the chicago bears and that is the once great college football coach, one of the greatest college football coaches of all time, that led a Utah team to excellent heights, that brought our Lord and Savior, Tim Tebow, to, you know, coached him at Florida, not bring him there, Ron Zook recruited him, but coached him to national championships at Florida. Took some time off for his health, but also a great champion at Ohio State. Now the head coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars tried to take his talents to the NFL to see what he can do. Yes, that is Urban Meyer. Urban Meyer is one of the great college football coaches of all time. Did some you know, been an assistant coach. You know, he's a wide receivers coach at Notre Dame. Great coach of Utah. Then he became head coach of Florida. Did great things there. Took about a year off or so. Became a head coach at Ohio State. Did very well. Never lost to Michigan. Won a national championship. Won a couple Big Tens. Made the college football playoff. Won a lot of games. But some of the greats even get some scrutiny along the way. And there was none. Urban Meyer had some scrutinies about him throughout his college times in Florida where you know you have... You know, different things going on in Florida from, you know, alleged, uh, you know, killing or drug use or alcohol abuse, all that stuff. You know, they need to make an ESPN 30 for 30 on the, the, those Florida teams throughout the years, you know, from like 2006, 2008 or nine, somewhere in there. That's where they need to make a ESPN 30 for 30 or some documentary. Then he goes to Ohio State and... You know, recruiting stuff going on at Ohio State, you know, his defensive line coach and domestic abuse and all that stuff. So there has been some scrutiny there for Urban Meyer. But you can't deny some of the recruits he got. You cannot deny the wins that he got. Cannot deny some of those national championships. Uh, You know, never really having, if any at all, a losing season. Done very well. His name has been uh, had been up there with the greats of like a Nick Saban. When your name is in the same breath as a Nick Saban, you're doing something right. Then he worked for Fox Sports, part of their college football experience, which I thought he did a good job on. They had it where I think it was Urban's playbook, and he literally draw plays and used football terminology. You know, he's on there with like Reggie Bush and and all those guys. And it was just I thought it was great. I thought he was good there. His name was only thrown around for different coaching jobs, such as Notre Dame, because he's a wide receivers coach, and you know, USC had been brought up because he likes the warm weather. You know, he had been around the Fox Sports thing. He hung around the likes of Reggie Bush and a couple USC guys, and so his name was thrown around there. But he wanted to challenge himself, so when he decided to get back into coaching, well, he picked Florida, where he used to go, but he decided to be an NFL head coach in Jacksonville. Now, with this hire, and, you know, it's been a while since they've hired him. People, it was it was kind of split down the middle. People said this was a great hire because of how he can 
scout college players in the draft. You know, you have the way you could do this, the way you could do that. He doesn't have to recruit as hard. He could sign free agents. He's going to have a little more leeway of who he's going to have there. They gave him full reign to hire how many people he needed to try and make it look like college. Because in college, you have a bunch of different jobs, especially at Ohio State. You know, the, 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 the change that they want to happen in Jacksonville to try to be good was happening. And he was a part of it. And I think the competitive side of him, well, I've done what I could in college besides bring a championship to Notre Dame. I'm going to try to go to the NFL and see how I could do there. And then there was the other side saying this is a, not a good hire. Just because you're good in college does not mean it's going to transfer over to the NFL. But again, they say the same thing about college head coaches. Well, we don't want to hire a guy with no head coaching experience. Well, if they said that about everybody. There would never be head coaches. Nobody would become a head coach. So there's that. But Urban Meyer had never coached the NFL, never been an assistant. Doesn't does he know how the NFL works? Claims he does for having NFL draft pit, you know, you know, recruited guys that gone to play the NFL. Says he understands how it works. You know, he's gonna hire good people around him. They're gonna try to turn it around. Uh it's not gonna happen this year, obviously. But that was the next thing. And I believe I said I want him to do well because he is one of the greats, but it's the NFL, man. It's a completely different ball game. Look at the greats, like Urban Meyer or uh, Nick Saban. Nick Saban coached in college, took the lead to the NFL, did okay as a defensive coordinator. You know, there's been stories how he got into it with some guys when he was, I think they were still the Oilers. Uh, then he did good things with Bill Belichick and the Browns. And then he kind of went back, and then he went back to college. Uh, then he said, I want to be a head coach at the Dolphins. Was there for a little bit. Didn't do so hot. Went back. You know, and there's nothing wrong with being a great college coach at all. Then there's some that could do it. So like a Pete Carroll, who kind of dabbled in college, coached, bounced around the NFL, been a head coach in the NFL, went to college, did pretty well, went back to the NFL and has done well. Not everybody, but there's there's not a lot of guys that can do that. Then there's some greats that just can do it, like like a Sean Payton or a Bill Belichick, you know, guys like that. Sometimes your coaching style and the way you operate is more geared towards NFL or college players, and there's nothing wrong with that. Urban Meyer wanted to take his talents to Jacksonville, which, okay, good, okay, I understand that, but then there's that other part where should you be an assistant first in the NFL to understand how it works before you make that jump to being a head coach? Oh, but wait, he... He was the head coach of Florida and Ohio State. It works, right? So I was the person that saw both sides of it. He can focus on either just calling some type of plays. He can focus on just being a CEO type to where he could just build this up. Then the world started to crumble around. They're not they, – well, they draft Trevor Lawrence, Heisman Trophy winner, national championship winner, has beat Alabama, only lost a game or two, I believe, at Clemson total – and, you know, he had been playing since he was a freshman, been there for a while. They draft him. They get some pieces there. They're young. They're trying to win. Then things start to happen. They're not winning. Urban Meyer is a winner. He That's all he knows. All he does is win, 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 no matter what. Got money on my mind. That's all Urban Meyer ever does is win and has money. It's all that's happened since, he, since Utah days. And didn't happen. Then they play the Bengals, I believe. This was a couple months ago. 
Then he says, okay, guys, you take, this is a Thursday night game. All right, team, you take the plane home. I'm going to stay here. His family's there. Uh, he has some businesses there, grandkids or something. You guys go ahead. Well, that's a big no-no from I've never been in the NFL, never played, never coached. But from what you read, that's a big no-no where you don't ride the team playing. Coaches have players ride it. Coaches have to ride it. So that's a red flag. And that's where he's at his whiskey house or whatever. And he, I think he ate some donut holes or had some glazed donuts. Uh, you know, as he was eating them, a girl came up to him and really was interested. And so he's trying to wash the donuts down with some whiskey. And then he, you know, his hands are real sticky. Then all of a sudden she starts to like sit on him to run and tell him some stories. And he was trying to get her off of off of him, but then his fingers were real sticky. And so when he went to get her off, they got stuck. Um, and then people started taking pictures and videotaping. And this lady thought, I'm going to dance to get some attention. And his fingers are all sticky from like donut holes and some glazed donuts because he's eating his feelings from the type of season they're having. And, the, and they're stuck on her. And he doesn't know what to do. So he's like, I'm just going to let her finish until someone brings me a moist towelette and to get this off. And then I'm going to call my wife and say, listen, I, I have proof. Here's this, to, you know, then, then the video starts surfacing and people want to talk about how, oh, this, this girl's on him. That's not his wife and blah, 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 blah. And all this and that, you know, his fingers were up in, in a part that shouldn't be, but really he had the sticky fingers. He had glazed stuff, you know, you're going to get real sticky. And then you try to take like maybe the moisture or ice to get off. Well, it just doesn't come off. So that's what happened. Um, but that started to crumble, started to crumble around him where the video surfaced. He was around a woman that was not his wife and not a good look for him. Not a good look if you're anybody at all. But now you're the head coach in the National Football League, not in college. But now you start to wonder, did this stuff happen in college? Then it started, you know, roll around where... When he stopped coaching in college at Florida with his heart, well, it rumored that something like this had been going on before. Maybe that's why he stopped at Ohio State. Then it becomes a question, well, I got to stay back for my family. Did you want to stay back for your family or did it because of this? And, you know, he comes out and says, I, I made a bad decision. I was in the wrong place at the wrong time, blah, blah, blah. Talked to my family. And then, you know, he talks to the team kind of apologizes but kind of doesn't kind of goes around it saying like it kind of like it wasn't his fault and apparently he was laughed out of the room then a video surfaced you know like they're making fun of him when they're breaking down and everything else uh so right there he started to lose team you're dealing with adults that make money and this is their job okay and Urban or Nick Saban if you read the book learn very quickly that it's a way different ball game in the NFL so things are starting to crumble around him. Then he's meeting with the owner about the situation, but they decide to work with him and keep him saying, like, he's got this vision and we're going to move forward. You know, just, just because, guys, you know, at the end of the day, you don't want to eat, you know, anything that gives you sticky fingers. Um, you know, the Jacksonville Jaguars right now, then they started to upset some teams. Um, 
after that situation. So I believe they lose to the Bengals in a close one. It was 24 to 21. Then they lose big to that to the Titans. Then they beat the Dolphins by three. Then they lose big to the Seahawks. And where people slowly start to forget and wonder, like, does Urban Meyer, are they figuring it out? You know, they're dealing with a rookie quarterback. They're dealing with a bunch of new coaching staff, like everything. People started to question who he hired even. You know, he's hiring like Charlie Strong as a defense coordinator. He's hiring a bunch of college coaches to come in. They beat the Bills, you know, 9-6. to six. They play close to the Colts. But things start to unravel. You know, you lose big to the 49ers. You lose to the Falcons who are not playing well. Lose big to the Rams. And then you just lose big to the Titans, 20 to nothing again. Uh, and then, then you see it, you know, after the game. Venables comes running out there. Or uh, Mike Vrabel, excuse me, comes out there to shake his hand. Or Meyer doesn't even say anything. He just goes, now that people need to take a step back and go, he's competitive, blah, blah. And I know some people out there say, okay, don't shake hands with them. You know, be competitive. And I understand that from a player side, but I think the coaches should because this is a hard profession. You know, you need to not be friends with them, but you need to keep that open communication because you never know when you're going to lose a job and you need a job. Um, I believe I saw somewhere where uh, he coached for Urban Meyer at one point at Ohio State. Maybe I'm not sure. But if that's true, you treat him like that. So things are unraveling very quickly. And it's not even through his first year being the head coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars. So then, right before that game, I believe, this was put out there on social media. And I didn't know if it was true, but we're going to look at it. During a staff meeting, Meyer delivered a biting message that he's a winner and his assistant coaches are losers, according to several people informed of the contents of the meeting challenging each coach individually to explain when they've ever won and forcing them to defend their resumes. Contrary to the public statements that it was injury-related, Meyer ordered Robinson's benching. Um, so we're talking about a player, Myers, who was benching. Contrary to the public statements that it was injury-related, Myers ordered Robinson's benching after an opening drive fumble in the last week's 37-7 road loss to the Rams. Then had running backs coach Bernie Parmelli stop Robinson from re-entering the game, insisting Carlos Hyde, who played for Meyer at Ohio State, to stay in. Only after Lawrence questioned Meyer on the sideline about Robinson's absence was Robinson allowed to return late in the second quarter. Speaking to reporters this week, Lawrence said, Bottom line is James is one of our best players, and he's not and he's got to be on the field, and we addressed it, and I feel like we're in a good spot. And the whole team were good. So we're talking about the benching of their running back. Um, but this this came out, and you start to look at this and go, okay, you know, is it true? Is it not true? Is this leaked out? Um, is somebody making this up because they're not happy? You know. But regardless, like this isn't. A, we have to think sometimes about when people make stuff up. Sometimes you can go, oh, that's just crazy, you know. But then sometimes they're so elaborate, like this. Well. Maybe something like this happened, just a couple words to twist it. But regardless, that's not good if that happens. So right there, everything but crawling around with, you, you know, you, you, you eat the donut or, or whatever, and you couldn't get the sticky off, and you got stuck to the woman's shorts, I understand. But then this happens, that's not good. You, you can't lose the locker room, which you kind of did way back when, and then people kind of forgot. But winning cures all, but you're not winning, you're losing. A couple close ones, but you're also getting blown out. Um, report 
Um, and, and one of the reports is, and it's titled here, here's what's protecting Urban Meyer right now. The Jaguars owe him a ton of money. So we're going to look through some articles here. 13 games into his NFL head coaching career, Urban Meyer has reached the Bobby Petrino threshold. Almost to the day, this is when the ill-fated Petrino era ended with the Atlanta Falcons in 2007 with a successful college coach bombing so badly after 13 games that he snuck away one morning to take a head coaching job with the Arizona or Arkansas Razorbacks. This space isn't the first time someone has engaged Paterno Prism to frame how poorly things are going for Meyer and the Jacksonville Jaguars, but it might be the first time someone suggests that the performance comparison between the two coaches is unfair to Bobby Paterno. This is how bad things are going for Meyer. There have been so many bottoms to this season that we might need to consider that there is no bottom. That in actuality, this can continue to get worse because it can continue another week, month, or who knows how long. It's a lineage of missteps that brought Myers' team plummeting to a new low last week, first with an NFL Network report of distant inside the organization, then a 20-0 loss to the Tennessee Titans that looked like the worst game of the season for number one overall pick Trevor Lawrence. But Meyer will press into week 15, fitting in games between meetings with team owner Sean Khan, who is believed to have signed Meyer to a six-year contract last season, still owes him a buttload of money. That might be the best thing going for Meyer at this point. The reality that an NFL divorce only after one season may still be uh, perceived by Khan as more expensive than holding fast and praying for for a turnaround. Whatever Khan's motivation is, he would be foolish to think that this can't get worse. It can't, and it, and if it goes on unraveling like it is, with the leaks, sniping, and Myers' uh, ability to dive into a deeper hole, the franchise could be looking at a permanent damage to Lawrence's development, which, which should be Khan's top concern. This dissent that led to the NFL Network report can grow. The locker room can be poisoned. The coaching staff can take up sides. And the front office can shift into survival mode. It happens all the time in the NFL, creating a residue of failure or apathy that is hard to wash away. All while a coach who still has a lot of years and a lot of money left on his deal left in place, protected by a team owner who is either too cheap or too stubborn to admit the mistake. That or the coach falls so deeply into his misery that he quits, like Paterno did 14 years ago. Meyer doesn't seem to be there yet, but the rest of the mess around him suggests a breaking point or burnout is a possibility. So, this is not good. If, if everybody already is talking about how Urban Meyer is already staying, and it involves money, and that's what's being brought up, that's not good. And things are unraveling. Now, you don't expect a rookie to come in immediately win all the time. It happens. There's rookies that come in and win. It's Urban Myers, a brand-new head NFL coach. He's bringing in some coaches that have a little bit of NFL experience, but he's bringing in a lot of college coaches. Uh, They're trying to piece together and figure everything out. But it doesn't help when you have the situation at his whiskey house or whatever, staying off the plane. Then you got reports coming out, whether it's true or not. Another article 
Tensions boiling over between Coach Urban Meyer, Jaguars player staff amid the 2-10 and ten start. Months of tension surrounding Jag- Jaguars Coach Urban Meyer has boiled over with multiple run-ins with players and their other coaches in recent weeks. Sources say, renewing questions in league circles about whether Meyer staying in Jacksonville could end after just one season. At this point, there are no signs that the Jacksonville owner, Shad Khan, is seriously considering a change. One of the NFL's most patient and supportive owners, Khan dreams for years, or dreamed for years of Meyer a three-time college national champion at Florida and Ohio State, coaching his team and overhauling the culture of a franchise accustomed to losing before finally luring him out of retirement in January. But sources say Myers uh, repeated public comments shifting blame to players and coaches amid the team's 2-10 season have exaggerated frustration in the building with his hard-changing and sometimes condescending approach, a style that many observers believe wouldn't work in the NFL even before the Jacksonville Jaguars hired him. Entering Sunday's visit to Tennessee, the Jaguars have lost four games in a row and five out of the six, and they're by uh, week seven by averaging just 10.7 points per game in that span. One of their best players, running back James Robinson, was benched last week under clouded circumstances. Franchise quarterback Trevor Lawrence, who has shown flashes of why Jacksonville selected him number one in overall um, in April, is completing just 58% of his passes, 2,514 yards, with just nine touchdowns and 10 interceptions. And while the Jaguars opted to not fire Meyer in October, after he stayed in Ohio instead of taking a team playing home, after a week four loss to the Bengals, only to have been captured in viral videos at a bar with a young woman who's not his wife, dancing close to his lap. Sources say Meyer hasn't adjusted his approach. The past two weeks alone, sources, and this is where I read it before. Receiver Marvin Jones, one of Locker Room's most respected and mild-mannered veterans, became so angry with Meyer's public and private criticisms of the receiver group that he left the facility until another staff member convinced him to come back and had a heated argument with Meyer during practice. Then to go on, that was the beginning. Then we go on, I guess I've already read. Several Jaguars players vented their frustration to Rams players after the game, sources say, reiterating a common complaint that Meyer, who had no prior NFL experience, doesn't treat them like adults. And the staff meeting follows a pattern of tense interactions between Meyer and his assistants dating back to the offseason. After opening the preseason with consecutive losses, for instance, sources say Meyer informed assistants that he was sick of being embarrassed, and if the team doesn't start winning immediately, some of them would not be around for a second year. So right there, if these reports are true from these players, and he's treating them like they're college kids, it's not going to fly, and I said this at the very beginning. It is fine if your coaching style and how you coach is towards college. If you guys read anything on Nick Saban, there's reports when he was with the Oilers and the way he talked to them, there was almost a fist fight. He's geared more towards college kids. Like me, for example, I've coached high school and middle school. I am geared towards high school because you could treat them like adults. Middle school, you have to treat them like they are middle school kids, and I can treat the uh, high school kids as adults. He cannot talk to people like that if this reports are true. Now we're going to go over one last thing. We can find reports on days, on days, on days. So after this, Arba Meyer was talked about these reports. Because if you're calling out coaches about, oh, I'm a winner, what do you do? Well, one, you shouldn't have freaking hired him, dumbass, if this is true, number one. So let's look at ESPN. 
title of it is Urban Meyer Denies Jacksonville Jaguars Reports. And in quote here, and we'll get to the quote, but the quote in the top of the article, if there is a source, that source is unemployed. So right here. Jacksonville Jaguars coach Urban Meyer wants to take out the garbage, and by garbage he means the person or persons leaking information outside the organization regarding what's going on inside the facility. The latest report that he and receiver Marvin Jones had a screaming match and that he called his assistant coach losers came out Saturday. Meyer denied both Sunday and said anyone leaking information risks losing their job. What's the answer when things are going so badly? Start leaking information or some nonsense, Meyer said, after the 20 to nothing loss at Tennessee on Sunday, the fourth shutout defeat in franchise history. No, no, that's nonsense. That's garbage. I've been very blessed. I have not really dealt with that. I have not dealt with. Well, did you just hear what he said? What? No. Let's improve on offense and get our quarterback in a position to be successful. That's our focus. What someone's brother said or someone said, someone said, that will accompany very little of my time. And if there is a source... That source is unemployed. I mean within seconds. If there's some source that's doing that. So part of this confuses me with his statements because now he's saying someone's brother said this or he said she said type of thing. So are you saying that these players are going home and complaining and then the people they're complaining to are coming out and talking to them? Possibly. But then... It's probably true. I mean, he's he's kind of saying it's not true, but he's not really going about it. Because I'd say it's completely 100% not true, blah, 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 blah. League sources confirmed to ESPN on Saturday, an NFL Network report that Jones had to be persuaded to return to the team facility after leaving. In response to Myers, published criticism of the wide receivers. Sources also said Meyer and Jones had a heated exchange of practice. However, Meyer on Sunday denied that he and Jones had an argument, denied the NFL report that he called his assistant coaches losers and questioned their resumes during a staff meeting. Meyer said Jones did come back to him. Meyer said Jones did come to him to question what Meyer said about the receivers, but the conversation was not heated. Calling somebody a loser, that's inaccurate, Meyer said. I have high expectations for our coaches. I'm very demanding of our coaches and expect guys to be held accountable for their positions. And the times when they're not, we address it. But I assure you, there was not whatsoever report that's nonsense. Regarding Jones, I think I said something like we have some injury issues and some lack of consistency. We talked about that and he's great. We moved on. One thing about Marvin, and there's a lot of players, especially these professional veterans, there's a lot of pride. Some guys aren't used to this, and he's one of them. But he's fantastic, and we have a fantastic relationship. And I started hearing that, and Marvin looked at me. He walked by yesterday when I saw something on TV, like a heated argument. He goes, I guess we're not allowed to talk anymore, are we? Started laughing about it, so there's nothing. Meyer said he had plans to address the news reports with the team Monday, but he did speak with owner Shad Khan on Saturday night, and for roughly 15 minutes after Sunday's loss, Meyer wouldn't say what the two spoke about at, 
other than say that Khan has been fantastic since the day I've been here and we're going to do the best we can to win games. That is our job. Our focus is to finish the season strong and to make whatever adjustments we have to to get this thing cooking. Okay, so a lot of reports running around. Uh, you know, the only way you could really talk about it is if Marvin Jones came out and said, yeah, he said this, he said this, or deny the reports, which I don't believe he has. But regardless, you don't see these kind of reports about some of the other coaches in the NFL don't really see them out them in college. And it's one thing if you see these once every couple of years, you know, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't really stick, doesn't bother. But when you have the red flag of staying back in Ohio, you got all of these reports cannot be fake. Well, I guess they could. We've all seen what the media does in politics. Why can't it happen in sports? But regardless, you know, you did see him get benched, the running back get benched, and then get brought back. Regardless, is it time to move on from Urban Meyer? A lot of people are saying yes. A lot of people are saying no. For me, the red flag would have been what happened with, you know, staying back on, whatever. But at the end of the day, they're gonna he's going to do what he wants. And, if then you know, I... The woman thing with his wife, the NFL, I don't know if they could come out and say, let's fire him because of his personal, what he did on his personal time. I don't know if that's the case. But to say that he doesn't hop on the team plane to go back, that's a red flag. You're not winning. There's no sign of getting better. There's glimpses of Trevor Lawrence okay, doing okay, but there's really no signs of getting better. And then these reports come out. Now, he's saying they never happened. And, you know, he talks about, oh, we walked by and we said, oh, we can't talk to each other because then it shows that we're yelling at each other. And maybe they did. Maybe they did have a heat exchange. And so what? You know, you could fix it. But this is not good when when he gets laughed out of the locker room, when now, guys, are they just playing to play to earn their paycheck? Is there any motivation in that locker room? So is it time to move on from Urban Meyer? It is true. Jacksonville will have to pay him a lot of money. and And people say, well, he's just being cheap. It's not cheap to pay that guy millions by millions of dollars to get him out of there after his first year. If anything, if these reports come to, to be true and we find out more or we get continued reports about this, if a little more leak out, that's a problem. And they talked about how Urban Meyer talks in press conferences. He's always been like that. But again, he was coaching in college where he's coaching 18, 19, 20-year-olds, 21-year-olds, where you coach them differently than NFL. You treat them like adults, but they're student athletes, athletes, and this is uh, NFL players where you have to coach them differently. And yeah, you know, you can call out, like, for example, when we go back and look at the the scrutiny that... uh, Coach Bielma had, well, he had that. That's not him talking bad about his players. That's completely different from what Urban Meyer does. Sometimes Urban Meyer does talk down to people. He does talk down to those players. We've seen it. It was reported. This is how he's talked the whole time. And so as an owner or a GM, if your coach isn't getting the locker room rallied around like a Bill Belichick does, Andy Reid does, and all this stuff, yeah, you're a head coach. And you can look at it and say, if you're not performing, you're out of here. But you've got to get those guys to buy in and play no matter what level you're at. So is it time to move on from Edward Meyer? 
I don't know if the Jacksonville Jaguars are going to sit there and say, let's get rid of them. But I think I think Urban Meyer probably needs to, to resign after the year, finish out the year and be like, I'm done. Because he looks miserable, number one. Looks absolutely miserable. Number two, he's talking about people getting fired for these reports. Well, there has to be some truth behind it, right? Something around this type of thing has had to happen for reports to come out. There's some reports in politics that come out that are absolutely 100% not true. But in sports, sometimes something similar has had to happen. Maybe there was arguments. Maybe there was yelling. That happens in sports. I'm sure it happens in the NFL. But if these continue to happen and then we're done with the season and these players start to say, well, you know, he's... You know, they just don't follow him. They're not they're not motivated to play. They don't like him. Sometimes you just tough suck it up. But Urban Meyer, as of right now, is not getting the job done. Now, you wasn't expected to come in and make the playoffs this year. It's going to take time to rebuild the Jacksonville Jaguars. It just is. But right now, you have to see some type of improvement year one. And we're not seeing it. You know, it's a rookie quarterback, I understand. But you're supposed to be this great coach that they hired from college, this offensive guy, the CEO type of guy. And we're just not seeing it get done. And do you call out these coaches the right way? Do you understand how to do that? Does that stuff work for you in college? Because you control everything. And you think you control everything in the NFL, but these are adults. These NFL coaches are going to talk back to you. You know, they're, they're, this is not college where you 100% control their life. 100%. You do not control these athletes' lives 100%. So is it time to move on from Urban Meyer? I kind of think so, but I don't see... I don't know if the Jacksonville Jaguars should fire him. I just think Urban Meyer needs to be done. I was shocked he didn't go take the Notre Dame job. I was shocked he didn't talk about the USC job or even Oregon. So it seems like he wants to kind of be in the NFL, but, man, it's not working out. I think think this is not working out. He probably needs to go back to TV um, because things are just, you know, not going real well right now for him. And, like I said, if these reports continue to come out, um, there, that's a big red flag when it comes to Urban Meyer and how are you improving these Jacksonville Jaguars um, because there's always a picture put up of Urban Meyer when he was on team and they were talking about a team and he said this criteria to examining for a struggling team according to Urban Meyer number one is trust issues what report is we have some trust issues number two dysfunctional environment seems pretty dysfunctional to me and three is selfishness well we have all three uh, that's struggling team uh, that's criteria to examine so when you examine this some changes have to be made and it starts with the head coach and everybody knows that uh, so is it time to move on from Urban Meyer you be the judge I kind of think it is but we see how they finish the year I think it's time to move on but it's crazy that Urban Meyer's fall from grace uh, you know this this doesn't really ruin the college part but overall this is what they're going to look at and be like, oh my God, yeah, this is part of it. But that wraps up this episode. Uh, thank you guys for listening so much. Like and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Follow it, rate it, uh, wherever you listen to your podcast in audio form. Check out all the affiliates in the description below. Uh, check out all the other episodes. Check out the weekly episodes. Be a friend, tell a friend. Thank you guys so much. And this has been another episode of the Coach Steve Show podcast, and we are out of here.
redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready.